Okay, at the moment it uh, seems it's still a long shot, but bets are rising for another interest rate rise on Melbourne Cup Day. That would make the 13th hike since May last year, of course, adding to the stresses on household budgets, hurting badly from the Reserve Bank's battle to tame inflation. We're joined now by the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. So, Peter, just how likely is another rate rise on Melbourne Cup Day? Well, uh, good morning, Tom. It's uh, still not locked in by any means, but this morning money markets see a 26% probability of the RBA board pushing the rate rise button on the first Tuesday of November, which, of course, is Melbourne Cup Day. By the way, the meeting just happens to fall on that date every year. It has nothing to do with a horse race, but, of course, all the analogies are there. So why would the RBA board move after inflicting so much pain Already, well, it's all about commentary in the minutes that we saw from the RBA's board meeting a fortnight ago, uh, the first meeting chaired by the new RBA Governor, Michelle Bullock. The board now says it has, quote, significant concerns about the outlook for inflation and a low tolerance for a slower than expected return to the 2 to 3% target ban for inflation. And of course, the big factors are the global oil price uh, sitting higher this morning, just over 90 US dollars a barrel, that means higher petrol prices, and real estate prices, especially in Sydney, are continuing to rebound. This isn't a done deal. I mean, what economic readings could trigger a rate hike and and kill off that speculation? Well, Tom, uh, the big one is next Wednesday's quarterly inflation reading. Now, if that comes in hotter than expected, we'll see uh, evidence of uh, inflation rebounding, and that could lock in a hike to 4.35%. So effectively, we're only one bad inflation report uh, away from the 13th rate hike. We'll also be getting a monthly employment update tomorrow if the jobless rate currently 3.7% falls or even remains steady, there's still evidence of a resilient economy, which is problematic, even though it is good news. Um, There was a changed tone in the minutes. Michelle Bullock's predecessor, Philip Lowe, had often said that there would be a tolerance about inflation and that it would probably remain above that 2 to 3% target band until mid-2025. But it appears the board is now quite worried that inflation will remain higher than that for much longer. So the pressure will be to act now rather than having to take more aggressive action further down the track. I mean, isn't there the view that another rate hike would be a bit of an overreach? As, as I said in the intro, it'd be 13. I mean, given that pain that families are feeling already? Yeah, look, that's right. It's a pretty dire prospect for many Australian families. The RBA's own financial stability review, which was out a few weeks ago, showed that as many as one in eight indebted households are having trouble making ends meet, having to dedicate more of their after-tax pay to their home loan than ever before. And it's even more serious, Tom, given that the impact of the 12 rate rises we've already seen they're really lagging and they're yet to start to hit family budgets. The RBA might well be saying that the economy is resilient, but in the background, there's quite a deep retail recession underway. And if households end up pulling back on their spending even further, that uh, 
uh, additional collapse in consumption puts the risks of a recession uh, back on the radar. And, and then on the other side of things, you've got the wider war brewing in the Middle East and then China's property market uh, teetering on the verge of collapse. And there's a risk that could end up uh, uh, impacting the rest of China's economy. So they're factors that could go against a rate hike. But basically, a lot riding on that quarterly inflation report will be seen next week. And that really could prove the tipping point at that Melbourne Cup Day meeting. Okay, Peter, thanks for joining us. It's the ABC Senior Business Correspondent, Peter Ryan.